Hey folks, if you like listening to Stumble Through, there's now a way you can support the show. Click the link in the show notes to make a once-off donation through the ACAST supporter feature. There's no ongoing commitment and you can give as little or as much as you'd like. I love making the podcast and I'd like to keep making it. So even if it's just the price of a coffee, every little bit helps. Thanks so much. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters and community. I pay my respects to them and their cultures and to elders both past and present. Do you find the time when you can't find pause? A confirmation watch your face is gonna open some doors. You do what you gotta do and stumble through. Hello folks and welcome to Stumble Through, the podcast for young Australian adults trying to figure shit out. I'm your host, Paula Arujo. I am a writer, theatre creator and marketer. I'm a short, round-faced white woman. It's a little bit self-conscious because this is the first time we filmed the podcast, like filmed with vision. And so I've spent the past, I think, 20 minutes trying to adjust this microphone. <laughs> Uh, and this week we are talking about how to make the most of an internship with the wonderful Gabby Samadi from Gabby J Digital. Hey, Gabby. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm a little bit tired, but I'm getting there. You know, it's been a week, hey? It's, it's, it's been a bloody week. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you to introduce yourself for the lovely listeners? Of course. I am Gabby Samadi. I'm a very average height White woman with blonde hair, blue eyes, and a white t-shirt. And, I mean, yeah, you can see me as well in the video too. So Yeah, exciting <laughs> things. Yeah. What? The, there's going to be video footage of this, guys. <laughs> what is this? We're going up in the world. Oh, my see God. our facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> have you stumbled through anything this week? I, I have. I'm stumbling through growing a tomato plant at the moment. Oh. Yeah. It's not going well so I'm quite literally stumbling through it I don't know how to it's very dry so if you have any tomato plant recommendations or advice I would happily take that for sure I've got a friend who's been on the podcast Jen so she's like a green thumb I don't know what it is with her like she and my my avar just they look at a plant and it just thrives what a dream right oh my gosh right (laughs) anyway well I will get Jen onto this but I can't help you I'm sorry I I tried to go Mint? Mint is really resilient, okay? Like, it shouldn't be an issue. It's been an issue. (laughs) Yeah, I have killed mint already this year. It's January. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) look, we're not doing well. (laughs) You know what? That that counts as something you have done. Look, that's true. I don't know how we're going to rate that on the accomplishment scale, but But I did it. (laughs) I'm just hoping my tomato doesn't end up in the same way. So, (laughs) figured I'd... uh, Spread, spread the word and see if someone can help me. Yeah. Well, guys, get in touch. Get in touch because we can reach you at Gabby J Digital. That's it. One Is word it? on Instagram. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, yeah. does it have a full stop? No, yeah. just Gabby J Digital. Excellent. I guess we should probably get into the reason why you're here. 
which is to talk about internships. The good, the bad, the ugly, the low stakes fun. Yeah. I mean, look, I did I did warn you. I, I am all for internships. Mm. They also kind of suck. So that's yeah. what we're here to talk about. Hey? I guess that's the thing. It's a really good point. We were talking off mic about how, you know, there are good and bad aspects to internships. But if you are going into an internship with the idea that it's going to like land you a job or make you lots of money, it's like, <laughs> what? I have heard of two paid internships. Yeah. It's, it's not like the movies. No. It's really not. It's really, really not. So like, just lower your expectations. Absolutely. And you'll be good. Like internships in the movies are the same level of realism as Emily in Paris is to social media. Like it that is an excellent analogy. It, I and look, the show is really fun, but don't watch it if, if you want something even slightly real about any aspect. Like how does she afford she is wearing like seven hundred thousand dollars in each and every outfit. Yes, oh probably my more. Goodness. Like just, I mean good for her. I know. Well done. Good yeah. on you, Emily. But oh just there's no realism there no and it's like you know what it's fine it's what my high school self would have written in a fan fiction it's yes. like it's like a fever dream <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah anyway on to topic why should we do an internship like in this economy yeah look internships are really really helpful and I kind of have been on multiple ends of the internship situation I didn't really explain what I what I do with my life I <sighs> I totally cut you off. I was like, let's hear about the tomato plant. (laughs) (laughs) The tomato plant was important. I run a digital marketing agency, so I've been doing that for five years. I I run people's social media, essentially. I am Emily in Paris, except I'm Gabby. And and you actually do the things and and you get approval from clients before you post photos of the mess on their floor. Sorry, I'm (laughs) going to stop myself there. (laughs) Yes. So I'm the real version of Emily in Paris. Yeah. And, and not everything I post goes viral. And yeah, I do get I do get approval from my clients before I post anything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I also am a I, I t- I'm a teacher at university. So I tell all my students to get internships. And I say that because the reason that I'm in the job that I'm in at the moment in digital marketing and social media is because I did internships. I did seven internships <laughs> in a three year degree. So you did seven different internships within your three year. Was it a business degree that you did? I did a communications and public relations degree. I originally wanted to be a journalist Mm -hmm. and about five minutes before our class preferences came out, everyone was like, you can't be a journalist. There's no job in journalism. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Thanks. I'm like, I'll do PR. Sure. Yeah. So I ended up there and I, yeah, seven internships with radio stations, PR companies, newspapers, magazines, and a ticketing firm. So a good range, yeah. a good opportunity to see what I hated. But it was also where I got lumped with the job of running someone's Twitter account and I loved it. I loved every second of it. I ended up doing it in my own time. I really, really enjoyed it. And that's when I realized that that could be a career. And yeah, six years later, here I am running people's Twitter accounts. So <laughs> I get paid for it, which is great. So, yeah. But you don't just do, I'll, I'll just clarify here for listeners. So you don't just do Twitter though. You Ooh. do like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook ads, the whole shebang. Yeah, LinkedIn, TikTok, everything. Content creation, all of it. The, the works really. Yeah. Yeah. If it's an app, she does it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm your gal. So yeah, you need to be doing internships. 
because that's where you learn what you actually enjoy and also what you hate. That's where I quickly realised radio was not for me. Did that for yeah, about four months. Yeah, here you are months. on a podcast. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, <true>. Thank <laughs> you for joining me. <laughs> Podcasting is different. Podcasting is so different. It's like the, the pressure of radio. It's a lot. Oh, because it's live and it's it like, is. oh. At any that. point, that angry uncle could get in touch. Exactly. <laughs> Those <laughs> listeners coming on live, I can't deal with that. Fair, fair. So, yeah, you, you learn what you don't like. You also learn about all these jobs and industries that you never thought existed. I think you come out of school and you go into university thinking that there's very, very clear career paths that you can choose from. You can be a journalist, a teacher, an engineer, a doctor, and that's kind of the extent of it. Mm. When you do internships, you realise there's also fundraising managers and finance managers and personal assistants and podcast editors and TikTok creators and all of these other job opportunities that you kind of never really knew existed and you learn about them at internships. Yeah, that's true. It's like not only do internships allow you to get practical skills and implement what you're studying at uni or I guess, you know, if you're doing a TAFE degree, then similar, usually TAFE degrees have like a practical element to them though. So that's great. But it would be the same as work experience, you know? Yeah. And you're right. Like being on the ground in a business, you learn that there's so much more than like Brenda from accounting, you know? Exactly. <laughs> you learn the the nuance between roles. And I think that that's one of the most important things about internships is that it teaches people social and political skills within the environment. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's really key and you're right. Like it exposes you to things that you don't necessarily have an interest in yet, but you know, just like you you discover all these things with a real lack of pressure, really. Exactly. There is an enormous lack of pressure, which is mm. really, really nice for those of us who put too much pressure on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. But it, it is. There's there's kind of no obligation. You're not you don't have to do anything. It's your opportunity to to learn and tag team and just kind of shadow people around and follow people around and kind of as an intern get thrown around a little mm, bit from yeah. kind of department to department or just let the intern do it. Mm. And look, there are coffee runs. You do have Absolutely. to do a lot of data entry, but you also kind of get to follow around the CEO for a little bit or follow around the promotions manager for a little bit. And you get to hand out free t-shirts and you get to attend random meetings where you don't know what's happening, yeah. but you get to be there. And it's a really, really nice way to learn. For sure. You're right. It's exposure to those things with a lack of external pressure, or at least there shouldn't be that pressure there. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get to that later, but it's a practical skills. That being said, you're not going to be doing the job that you are studying for. Like yes. as an intern, you are going to be given the low stakes, menial grunt work. Yes. And that will give you the skills and the understanding. If nothing else, it's going to give you context, which is so, so important. It is. Yeah. So I guess, do you think that there's an ideal time frame for an internship? What have you found personally? I think that it's definitely whatever you can afford. So I'm so aware that a lot of people going through university or at that stage where you'd have an internship, you've got at least one other part-time job. You could yeah. be working full-time and you're also studying full-time. So it is a matter of how much time you can commit to it. It's much better to kind of commit to less time and then be able to stretch it out a little bit further than to say, yeah, I can go in for three days a week and then... <laughs> two weeks later, realise that you really can't. But it also depends on what you want to get out of it as well. So I did an internship where I went and worked in an office for 
two weeks during one of my breaks and I was there every day nine to five and that was a really good opportunity to learn about the different things that happen on different days with different departments I got to go to Monday meetings and Friday drinks and and it was really great whereas other ones it was kind of six months of one day a week and that worked too it was still an opportunity to be a part of long-term projects and get to know how things change throughout the seasons and throughout different times of the year so both of them have their benefits I think it just comes down to how long you can afford personally financially and time-wise as well absolutely I think something that we don't always talk about which I think is important when we discuss internships is the immense privilege especially in the financial aspect that having an internship is because it is 99% of the time unpaid and you are giving away your time and energy for free while also trying to do other things and it's not easy and for some people it's really really hard to access so I suppose it really depends you know if you are someone who can't necessarily do an extended like oh I'll give one day a week for six months maybe do what Gabby did and do like two weeks during uni break or find something that you could do on weekends and I'm not saying it's easy I mean it's it's a slog it's really really tiring but it's one of those things where it's like you know, you slog away now so that it's a little bit easier later. Exactly. And you might be fortunate enough as well, and it might be worth looking into with your uni degree. I know the course that I did, there was a whole semester or two semesters where one of our subjects was an internship. Mm. So looking for those opportunities within your degree could be really beneficial too, because you might have the opportunity to do it as part of your course, which would be really great. Yeah, it might be built in. And now correct me if I'm wrong, because you'd know more about this coming from a university background than I would. But you can also get like a course credit, but it's like, let's say I, maybe it's just for postgrad stuff, but let's say I worked as an intern at a PR agency for six months, even if it was just like two days a week and I did certain skills, could I not go to the university and be like, hey, can I not do the subject and just just like say that I've already learned everything in that because that's what I did over here? Like, I'm not going to say with 100% confidence that you can, but you could absolutely try. And I mean, you can do that with real jobs as well. If you've been working in the industry for a while, you can use that as kind of credit towards your course. I definitely think it would be more post-grad than anything else, Mm. but it's absolutely worth talking to your unit coordinator or anything about to see if you can. Yeah. Because I suppose sometimes it can be really difficult to know what you have to do because you are being bombarded with messages of what everyone else says you have to do. It's just like finding your own way through it, really. Yeah. 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 Hello, folks. I'm just popping in to let you know that Stumble Through is now hosted on Acast. It's really exciting, and it means that you're going to be hearing some ads on Stumble Through from now on. The ads do help me keep the podcast going, and you can help me and stumble through if you wanted to make a once-off donation. You can support the podcast through the support the podcast feature. It's just a little link in the show notes and you can make a once-off donation. There's no minimum spend, no strings attached. It's kind of like you're throwing me a coffee once in a while and that would be amazing. So if you want to support Stumble Through, click on the support the podcast link in the show notes. All right, back to the episode. Just going back to the initial question though. So we talked about, you know, short-term versus long-term you talked a bit about the benefits of the long term where you get to be part of those longer term projects. You get to see how things evolve. I'd say to a certain degree, it's a bit better because it also gives you more experience in the long run because you see those changes and you see how things have to be agile, revise, and you get a better context. 
but for people who are doing short-term internships. So let's say maybe they're going in more than once a week, but it's for maybe like a month-long internship. What do you feel are the pros and cons of that? I think the pros are that you definitely get to work with with more people on a lot more projects in a very small amount of time. So rather than kind of working with the same team on the same project for an extended period of time, like you would with a long-term project, the short-term projects probably bounce around a lot more and you get to do kind of those daily errands and, and, and running around and going to meetings and stuff because you're not tied down to that kind of one or two main projects that you've been brought on for. So a lot more experience in an intense period of time as opposed to kind of being a part of one team and one project for a longer period of time. But it depends on the place that you're interning as well. I interned with a lot of small businesses, so there was a lot more bouncing around, wearing a lot of hats, all of that. Whereas if you're interning with a larger business, you're probably going to be in the same kind of team for most of the time. Sure. So it sounds like if you go in more frequently in a shorter time frame, to a certain extent, I think it would give you an idea for what it feels like to work a nine to five. A hundred percent. Because it's a totally different, like, you have to build up a stamina for that because it's the same sort of routine every day, but every day is also different. And you're right, you might not be able to be a part of those long-term projects, but it might give you exposure to more things in general. Yeah. Because they'll, the business, if they're doing right by you, should want to give you as much exposure and as much experience and as much learning as possible. So they'll be like, okay, well, we've only got this person for, let's say, two weeks. That means that I'm looking at you, so I'm assuming that this person is <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So maybe Gabby in her intern days had spent four days with the fundraising and events people, great. So she's now come up to the person who's managing her and said, oh, I really have an interest in this. And they've gone, great, well, we need to move you to a different department so you get the most out of this. So we should put you here, which also aligns with that interest. Absolutely. And I think we'll touch on this later, but it's really important that you voice those interests as well mm, when you're doing your yes. internships. Let them know. Like you have got a particular interest in some some particular area, make sure that you let them know so that you at least get some time in there. You may not be able to spend your entire internship in that particular area, but at least you could get some experience and that's what you're there for. For sure. And don't try to play it cool. Like if you are interested in something, say it. If you have a question, ask it. You are expected to ask silly questions as an intern. You are. You You really are. are. Like, please utilise that to the full extent. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) I'm very introverted. I'm an introverted person. Probably wouldn't guess that from my TikToks, but that's fine. I was very quiet when I was an intern. I would just go in, sit at my desk, and I would do my job, and then I would sit there in silence (laughs) for half an hour, and they would turn around and they'd be like, hey, Gabby, how are you going with those those tasks? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm done. And they're like... (laughs) Okay, just let us know when you're done. (laughs) So moral of the story is let them know when it's time to move on. Moving on to the next question, this sort of segues quite well because we want to talk a bit about how to make sure that we're not taken advantage of as an intern and some of the legalities and stuff that are in place. So I guess, did you have anything that you wanted to discuss right off the bat before we get into me quoting the Fair Work Ombudsman? (laughs) Important. So firstly, know what the law is, know what the legalities are. (laughs) But I also really, really think it's important that you listen to your gut as well. Your gut is right almost 100% of the time. Mm. And if something doesn't feel right, there's a 
good chance that it's not. If you feel like you are being taken advantage of, there's a difference between taken advantage of and just being made to work hard. Like real life experience, that's what we're looking for. But making sure that if if it doesn't feel right, if like you're not being treated very well, these types mm. of things, you need to make sure that you're looking at the law around it and the legalities and and making sure that you're being treated well. Yeah, for sure. I don't think that there's any situation paid or unpaid where you should allow people to treat you discourteously and unkindly. Like if your manager is yelling at you and being mean to you, like that's not professional. Full stop. Like that's not, that's not cool, man. No. And look, internships are a good opportunity to see what not to do in the workplace. (laughs) Plenty of experience in there. Oh, ditto. Uh But yeah, that's not okay in any workplace. Yeah, making sure that you remember that as well. If you haven't had experience in like proper workplaces, I say that with air quotes because I mean, there's a difference between working at Woolies and working in a nine to five office job. You might think that that's normal, but making sure I don't talk to your friends who are also doing internships or or talking to someone at uni who's absolutely worked in in an office environment like that before and and just checking with the people around you about whether or not it's, it's okay and yeah, normal and yeah, legal. <laughs> For sure. So in terms of legalities, I've just got a couple of quotes here that I wanted to put in. In terms of unpaid work experience and internships, it is lawful if it's a vocational placement. So if it's done through your uni. So unis, check with your university to see if they run an internship program because what they will do is they will make connections with businesses for you not for you specifically, but they'll have those connections already developed and they will suss them out and they'll be the ones who will go through first and go, okay, well, this is what they can offer our students. This is the kind of experience that they'll get and this is the kind of exposure they'll get to this industry. Is it a good fit? Do we think they're going to be good eggs about it? So it's always really great to go that route if you have the opportunity. The other way it can be lawful is if no employment relationship is found. Now, an employment relationship is a little bit difficult to – it's really, really technical. But basically, as long as you, the intern, are getting the most benefit out of everything, then it should be okay. So the intern can't really do productive work, which is – this is the struggle – both from an intern's perspective where you want to get the experience. So, you know, as two people who have managed interns before, you want to give people the most benefit and that will mean doing work that sometimes does add to the overall profit of a business or which is done on a daily basis. So we can do that as long as it's not regular and as long as we don't expect the intern to complete that in order for businesses to, you know, keep running. I'm going to put this link in the show notes as well. But yeah, the main benefit of the arrangement must be to the person doing the placement and it must be clear that the person is getting meaningful learning experience, training or skills development. So overall, keep asking yourself, who is the person getting the most benefit out of this? Because if it's your employer and if you are doing work that is making them money, but you're not really learning anything new and you're not getting exposure and you aren't being treated fairly maybe it's time to get out of there yeah yeah really really quickly and again it's particularly helpful if you're going through a university because if you aren't sure whether you're whether it's working for you whether you're in the right space or whether they're actually doing it legally and lawfully you can ask someone at uni and usually it's run by kind of a internship work experience learning human that knows knows all the laws a lot better than any of us so it's like always really helpful to ask them whether it's right or wrong as well Awesome. So next question is, as a business owner, 
what would make you want to hire an intern? Good question. (laughs) (laughs) Tough question. I think a lot of small business owners are like, look, we have this gap, we have too much work and we can't do it. We'll get an intern to do it for free. And if that's the attitude (laughs) of the person that's just hired you, you should probably leave. A business owner should bring on an intern for an extra set of hands, for sure. The business also needs to make sure that they have someone that's training the intern, just like we we just talked about. So if a business is like, I don't want to run our social media, we'll just get an intern to do it. Young people know how to run social media. (laughs) (laughs) The youths. That kind of goes against what we were just talking about because a social media is now it's now bringing in money. It's bringing in profit. So you can't actually trust an intern to do that solely. The intern wants to learn stuff like they're not just there to run social media because they scroll TikTok. They need to be learning stuff. So a business needs to be in a position to be able to teach and train as well as still have that need for kind of an extra set of hands. Businesses will want to bring on free help because free help sounds great. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But they just need to make sure they have the means means to be able to take on an intern as well. For sure, because there is that aspect of there is labour involved in managing interns. I mean, as we discussed, it's finding work for them to do and it's finding work that strikes that balance of being useful but also legal. (laughs) And managing an intern also goes into there's training involved and there's also, you know, risk management within the business frame. So as an intern, if you do stuff and you make a mistake, it should be fine because the person who's managing you should be there to either stop you from making a massive mistake or they should also be there to just go, that's fine, we'll just clean this up and it takes five minutes and that's fine. Yeah. Like it is it is not your job to worry about, oh no, if I push post on this, I will tank the entire business. Yeah, so like don't be too worried about making mistakes. That being said, tell people when you finish tasks because I remember when I was managing interns, like I'd give my interns like, okay, I'm going to teach you how to do scheduling today or I'm going to teach you how to do this. So I'll do a couple with you. Then you do the rest. Come back to me when you're finished. And Shane, there was just this one intern that she, she finished the job, but she didn't tell me that she'd finished it. And because of some of the timings, some posts went out and I was like, oh no, oh no. Like it, it was fine overall, but it's like, uh Uh, I needed to know that you were finished so I could double check. And, you know, that speaks to me in that position, needing to be more observant and needing to take better care. So, you know, it's not like this is me blaming the intern for that. Like it's, it's both, both sides here. Absolutely. And I really like what you said about how the majority of the benefits should be on the intern. And I think if businesses are expecting to get most of the benefit, then then they're not doing it right. No. Yeah. So, I mean, there is a lot of work from a business perspective to take on an intern. It can be really beneficial. It could turn into someone who can work with the business as well. So it could be worth putting in the work. Yeah. I think it's really important that the businesses are in it for the right reasons. And, and most of the time they are but just making sure that yeah. they are. Look, I mean, we're all, we're all fallible human beings, you yeah. know. But yeah, I guess just going back to the initial question, you're right. It's you as a business owner are more likely to hire an intern if you can see that they have the work ethic that you're after, if you can see that they do good work and that they get along well with the team. You know, it's it's not exactly like a job interview because the likelihood of you being hired as an intern afterwards is not super high <laughs> because as you said, the the reason that people or the businesses should take on interns is not because they need to have more people because they don't have enough paid staff or they don't want to pay enough staff to do the work that they have to do. 
it should be because they have capacity to, sure, you know, it would be great to have an extra set of hands, but they have capacity to be able to train someone and take them through that. So just because they're offering an internship doesn't necessarily mean that there is a position open to be filled. Exactly, exactly. That's a really good thing to remember as well. Out of my seven internships, I got half a job. (laughs) Half a job? (laughs) What does well, I kind of, they kind of have brought me on. I work for them periodically every couple of months. Like it's, it's not a full-time job. I still work with them, but it is very much on a casual basis. And that, that's what I meant by half a job. Ah. But it was definitely not a full-time job. I didn't get any full-time jobs out of my internships, but I learned a lot. Yeah. And, and this is exactly what it's for, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I guess that's, That sort of leads into my last question that I have for you, which is, is there something that you wish you had been told or could say to interns? Like, for example, when I was interning and since I've started managing interns myself, what I tell all of my interns is, okay, find a project, even if you have to make one and make that your focus. Because even if the project dies after you leave, or even if you, you know, don't necessarily get to finish it, you will still be able to get so much more experience, so much more insight, and you'll be able to prove to the people working around you how capable you are. I love that. And it's also something very tangible that you can then take to other businesses. So even if it is... Yeah, it looks so good on the CV. It does. Yeah, And, and on LinkedIn as well. Ooh. It looks fantastic. But you can say, hey, I, I, I did this project. If you're lucky enough to walk through it from the beginning to the end, that's awesome. But you could even say, I kind of spearheaded it. I, I This is what I did for this particular project. And it shows your initiative and it shows that you can, you can actually do stuff rather than just sit there and take instructions. Yeah. And just sort of do the work that is handed to you, which as we said from the beginning, it's, it's not super exciting, you know, like you, you are not going to get to work on the multi-million dollar project. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate though. Yeah, if only, right? <laughs> uh, but advice that I would give to interns would be to try everything, even if it doesn't sound fun, if it doesn't kind of sound like something you'll be interested in, try it, mm. try everything. Because you might find that you really, really enjoy something. You also will find that you hate something. And that's really important to know as well, because then you can cross it off your list of career opportunities that you want to pursue after uni. So trying everything is really, really important. Yeah, you're so right. It's It can lead you to find things that, like you, you want to pursue, but it can also mean that you can look at job ads and go, hmm, I really hate data entry. And I know this because of the internship work that I've done. So when I'm applying for jobs, I'm not going to apply for ones which are heavily skewed towards data entry. Like that doesn't save yourself some time. And then the angst of having to be in that job, doing what you hate, and then find another job to get out of it so that you can stop doing the thing that you hate. Like just just avoid the whole thing. Just avoid everything. (laughs) Avoid everything at all costs. Well, thank you so much. Was there anything that you wanted to bring up or any last things you wanted to comment on before we went on to the Things I've Never Said segment? I just think that it's still really important to do internships. I think it's also worth warning that you will probably cry at some point. Internships are hard. You're expected to do a lot. You're also expected to know a lot. And so it's really, really important that you speak up. You find your voice as well. If you don't know how to do something, say it. If you need a little bit of extra time or you need a hand with something, 
say it. It's really important to express where you're at because often businesses will be like, yeah, just do that data entry, enjoy. And if you've never worked with something that's not an Excel spreadsheet, how are you supposed to learn if they're not going to help you? So making sure that you are finding your voice and speaking up and trying to make it as much of a good experience for you as possible. For sure. There were two really interesting points that you made there, which I wanted to highlight. The first was that people expect you to know things and that's not necessarily like you're an intern. People don't expect you to be able to do the role. Like no. that's that's not a thing. But sometimes people will assume that you know how to do something and that is largely just because they have been doing this role or they've been doing this work and they've been in this industry for so long yes. that they'll forget, oh, yeah. That's right. (laughs) When I was in uni or when I was this age or when I was like at this stage of my career, I had no idea. Like I didn't know what this alphabet soup of acronyms meant. Exactly. EOD, what? Yeah, what? (laughs) Exactly. So like don't feel like you have to play it cool and pretend that you know things that you don't literally ask. Yeah. But also, you know, make the effort to learn as quickly as you can, if for no other reason than to get the main benefit for yourself. And the other thing which you commented on was, you know, you will cry probably. And that is not to say that it should be because someone has made you cry. That's not cool. But it's like, it, it can be a really distressing time purely because when we're younger, we learn new things all the time. And we are constantly going through these cycles of, that's a new thing. Can I do it? Oh, I'm really bad at this. Fail. And then, you know, you get up and you try again or you go, actually, I'm not so interested in that. Whereas the older you get, the less comfortable we get with failure because we don't see it as a part of the process, I feel. And we don't experience totally new things all the time. Like so often we experience, okay, this is a new version of this, like the latest update for Instagram or something, you know, (laughs) It, uh, it doesn't feel super new. And so when you go into an internship or into a work placement, it can feel really distressing because it's the first time in a long time that we've been put in a totally different environment in a place where we are filled with a lot of uncertainty. So it will feel quite stressful and quite distressing and just know that that's normal and that's okay to feel that way. And it's just about making sure that we're managing that in a healthy way and that we're not making excuses for people being mean to us. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) You also mentioned that you make the effort to kind of keep on going and Mm. and try to stay on top of it. And I think that's really, really important from the perspective of a business owner and also kind of just someone that is looking to hire someone, seeing that if an intern has failed or they haven't been able to do something the first go, seeing that they've made the effort to really, really try and come back and learn it and get on top of it, that's a really, really important skill to have just in general. Mm. And an internship is a really great place to practice that skill and hone that skill and just get better at making an effort. For sure. I think you're absolutely right. And now it is time for the Things I've Never Said segment, where we accept anonymous submissions and confessions from our listeners on the topic we discuss. So the first submission says... I'm glad that three years of my life I spent at uni wasn't enough to make me job ready. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, entry-level jobs, six years experience, please. Mm, yeah, it's hard out there. We, we were talking before oh my oh, how hard it is to, to look at an entry-level job and be like, but, I, but it's entry-level. Yeah. It's meant to be entry. <laughs> five years of experience isn't an entry-level job. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. I hear you. I hear you, anonymous submitter. 
It's a struggle. But internships are great because we learn things that you don't just learn at uni. And I teach uni. I teach very important theoretical stuff. I learn, I teach about referencing and how to write a paragraph. I don't teach you how to do data entry. That is something that you need to learn though. That's Mm. part of that five years experience that entry level jobs expect you to have. So I know it feels like you will never get there, but internships will help you kind of skip a couple of steps. It, It again shows resilience. It shows that you'll make an effort if you're not sure how to do something. It shows that you can connect with people and you can be part of a project or a team and it shows that you can try everything so internships will help you shorten the five years expected experience that those entry-level jobs will ask for for sure and you know an internship is way easier to get than a first job it's particularly you know that first job out of uni it feels so elusive it feels like we're stuck in this quagmire just like but I have this degree (laughs) Why can't I do the thing? Why will no one give me a chance? And, you know, Gabby and I aren't saying for a moment that, oh, you know, just just toughen up. No, it sucks. It yeah. really, really does. Oh yeah. And it does feel super duper unfair. But from a practical perspective, unfortunately, neither Gabby nor I nor you, dear listener, can change the way that the world works. Just Just you and me. You know, it's going to take some time. And by that time, we're probably not going to be applying for entry-level jobs, you know? So just remember that if you ever write a job ad or if you are ever the hiring manager, you know, remember this stuff. But until then, internships, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Second submission is literally any business will take interns, just ask. (laughs) Yes. 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 Again, businesses need to be in the right mindset. They need to have the right goals to be able to take on an intern. But I can confidently say that seven out of seven of my internships that I did, I reached out to them. I I contacted them and I was like, hey, I have a two-week break. Can I come and work in your office for two weeks? Or I am really, really enthusiastic about learning about this. Can I come and work under your team? Bonus points if you've done research into the business and you can say, I want to work with Sally on her project where we do this so that you can show your initiative. You can show that you're not just sending the same email to 15 different people and just changing the the first line. (laughs) Dear sir or madam. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if you show the initiative, businesses will be like, oh, okay. All right. That's already got you ahead of the game rather than waiting for someone to post an internship job ad because you know 5 billion people are going to apply for that Mm. because of previous submission (laughs) literally what we just talked about literally yeah so reach out it shows initiative it shows effort it shows that you're willing to put in the work because businesses don't want to put in that much work and so if you show that you can they're more likely to bring you on so yes if you have a business in mind if you have a dream business that you would like to work at contact them reach out to them send them an email give them a call find the right person to contact as well so don't just send an email to info at business.com never send an email asking for something aside from like really basic faqs to info at or hello at or like or admin at yes yes. it's it's not going to get you where you want to go no so find the editor find the promotions manager find the head of the news department and sometimes that's going to be 
emailing info at going, hey, I just have a question or hey, I'd like to get in touch with you about an internship opportunity or something. Can I please have the email for this person? Yes. Or can you please put me in touch with them? Like yeah. th- That's so easy. It is, absolutely. So yes, businesses will take you on, but you've got to put in the effort. Yeah, for sure. And that's because like once you get into a nine to five, you will realize just how time poor you are. Yeah. And it's not even like, I remember looking at things that were admin stuff, right? Yeah. And being like, oh, I can research banks. Like, yeah, it's boring, but I, I can do that. And now, however many, I think it's like four years on, I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, I do need a comparethemarket.com yes. reference because I just don't have the emotional, mental bandwidth to yes. go and do that research and comprehend it. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yes, but definitely if you have a dream business that you would like to work for, contact Spotify or Netflix if you do really it. want an intern there because you might get a response. There's literally no downside to this. Actual. What's the worst that they can do? Say no. And no then the best thing that can happen is that you get to work there. So Exactly. Or they're like, oh, well, uh, we don't have a spot, but hey, here's our sister company over here. Go yeah. go do some stuff with them. Or often they, like the bigger companies like that, will have internship programs as well. So they might be like, hey, we're not taking people in January, but we have an intake in May. Come back and try then. Mm. So you can try then. Yeah. And sometimes if they're a big company, the internships are paid. Ooh, that's Ooh. what we like. <laughs> Final submission I have is how likely am I to get a job after doing this? Look, as we talked about, it's it's not super likely, which is double sucky. It is. But just because you don't get a job directly after you finish the internship doesn't mean that it's never going to happen. Like I got a job last year because I interned with a company for a couple of months. Like I did one or two days a week for a while and they contacted me out of the blue. Like What? <laughs> And it was the most bizarre, I felt like it was an out-of-body experience. I was like, someone is calling me about a job <laughs> in this economy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I like, you know, if you do the work, people will remember. Absolutely. And people talk as well. Mm. It is a very, very small world. So if you do really, really well at this one company and whether you've applied for a job at another company or whether you're kind of just putting feelers out, people will talk. And if they're like, hey, that." dude interned at our office and he was really really great make a good impression on everyone maybe that should have gone in my tips for interns but make a good impression don't burn any bridges yeah I'd say that particularly when you're in the early stages of your career like we see all these things on Netflix movies about you know things like Halston and stuff where they just burn bridges left right and center it's like (laughs) yeah but that's because they're already pretty established yeah and that's because they already had a certain body of work which could speak for them yeah like when we're just starting out don't burn the bridge. Just just let it be there and ignore it. Don't even have to cross it again. No, never again. Yeah. Just walk away. Yeah. But. And it's just a nice thing to be kind and courteous to everyone that you meet. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, people talk and you'd get a job out of it somewhere else. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So now I am going to ask you two final questions. The first is, what would you do if you knew 10,000 people would do the same? I would tell them to just be a little bit nicer to the people around them. Just be a little bit kinder. Yeah, we just need a little bit more kindness in the world. And if 10,000 people can be a little bit more kind, it would be a nice world. I think it would. I think it's an excellent thing. Thank you. (laughs) And lastly, do you have anything to plug and where can we find you? Well, you can find me at GabbyJ.com or at GabbyJDigital on literally any social media platform. And I am currently writing an ebook. (laughs) What? A digital resource? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. About digital resources. (laughs) 
the layers of meta. Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's amazing. When will that be out? That will be out in May. It is a social media handbook. So it's kind of like the why are we on social media and how do we do it well? So that'll be really great. It'll be out in May on GabbyJ.com. So look out for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I will link your website below and, of course, all the socials. And thank you so much for coming on and giving me your time and your insights. It's been such a joy. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. Yay. And thank you for listening. Thanks, as always, to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions. Graphics are by Claudia Piggott. Music by Jessica Fletcher. And editing by Dominic Guilfoyle. If you stumbled upon us, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It helps other people find us and makes me personally very happy. You can find us on Instagram at StumbleThroughPod. And we do pep talks every Sunday. Until then, do your best and take care of each other. Chat soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.